the external things that you desire to do to grow your business just become so much more, I won't say easier, but they just feel more effortless in my experience. So I definitely recommend not skipping the internal landscape and just focusing on the external things. Hello and welcome to the Brave Marketing Podcast with your host Swapna Thomas. This is the podcast for the renegades, the trailblazing leaders and the change makers who don't just have a business, it's your calling. Those of you who want to make a difference and make money but all on your own terms. I'm on a mission to show as many life coaches as possible how you can have more income, more impact and infinitely more fun by being unapologetically and bravely you and breaking all the rules. I have created 5 figure months with no paid ads, a tiny list and zero complicated sales funnels. Simplifying marketing and teaching you how to use it for good in the world is my zone of genius. With this podcast, I'm here to share weekly episodes on the soul and the strategy of marketing, mindset, money and everything online business. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Brave Marketing Podcast. Today's topic is something that I have been asked by so many clients over the years in different ways, but it all boils down to this. Almost everyone wants to know what are the monthly, weekly and daily tasks that one needs to do to be on track for a six-figure year or, you know, 5K months or five-figure months, right? And I truly believe that the tasks that I'm going to share today with you in this episode are also the tasks that you can use to scale to multiple six figures or seven figures or beyond because having worked with seven-figure mentors, I know for a fact that these are the very same tasks that they do consistently to reach to seven figures or beyond. There might be a few more things that get added to their plate as they have teams and bigger programs. But usually these five daily tasks are non-negotiable. I'm also sharing monthly and weekly tasks so that you have this whole framework of how to plan a month and know exactly what you're doing every month, every week and every day. That said, before I get into the framework, I just want you to know that I am not a very organized planner in the sense I don't use any of the fancy tools or gadgets. I don't use ClickUp, Notion, none of that. I'm a very old school pen and paper and Google Doc kind of girl. I use Google Doc to plan and manage my whole business and that's where my plans also reside I don't use any kind of uh, software. So if you are thinking about, you know, that you're going to learn about one of the platforms like Notion or anything like that, and there are so many now in the world of AI, and there are some amazing people who teach that, but I am not that person for you. This is more about understanding how to think about your month and how to think about your week and how to think about your days so that you don't get distracted by all the bright, shiny things like the 
latest organizing platform and you stick to the money-making activities that will actually add to the bottom line of your business. And that's one of the things that I keep reminding my clients about, that it's not the complicated 100-step things that you have to do to make money in your business. It's the simple, you know, almost daily things that we complicate unnecessarily and then we get distracted and then we procrastinate on. If you can get these fundamentals down, you are no doubt going to be on track for six-figure year. So let's jump right into it. I have divided this into two parts. So like I said, there are there are five tasks that I think about on monthly, daily and weekly basis. I'm going to break all of that down for you. But I divide them into two types of tasks, right? So the first is internal tasks. And by internal, I mean it's tending to your internal landscape. So for me, those two tasks that are internal are starting with a clear mind every single day. That's number one, right? And it's a daily task. Like I don't even think about it on a monthly or weekly basis. That's just a daily non-negotiable I won't even say task. It's a ritual for me. It's a practice for me. And that is something I will always prioritize. First thing in the morning is to start with a clear mind, right? And what that looks like for me is doing two pages of journaling in the morning. And I basically dump my brain out. So everything that's going on inside my brain, whatever I'm thinking, whatever I'm feeling, whatever whatever I'm struggling with even, I will put all of that onto paper. That's number one for me. If you have heard of morning pages, it's something on the same lines, but it's not exactly morning pages because morning pages is more about you have to write three long rule pages of brain dumping everything from your brain but I go for two pages because I'm a rebel and also because that feels enough for me and I know it's not exactly morning pages so I won't say that I do morning pages but that's my kind of journaling and the most beautiful thing about this is that it always gives me new content ideas because this is also almost like a practice of automatic writing where I'm not really you know, I'm not using any prompts. I'm not specifically trying to channel my brain to think about something. It's it's really purely connecting with myself and my intuition and the source and just letting all of that come through, right? Another thing I forgot to add about clearing your mind is that I also try to practice meditation every single day. And I say try because sometimes I don't get to do that. And my meditation practice is very simple. It's just 10 minutes of sitting in silence. Again, connecting with yourself before you connect with the world and you connect into the internet. It's really important for me to just connect with myself and just think about what's going on with me right now. What am I feeling? And try to cultivate some stillness in those 10 minutes. You can go for a longer meditative practice and if you already do that, amazing. But if you're like me, you have school run in the morning and your day starts with just this go, go, go energy. So don't beat yourself up about not being able to meditate for an hour or half an hour or anything like that. 
Even if you can do 10 minutes, even if you can do 5 minutes, it all counts. It all adds up. That's what I believe in. 10 minutes of silence, 10 minutes for yourself in a day, that's amazing. So once this practice is done, meditation is done, and I have journaled all of my thoughts and ideas and You know, sometimes it's just a list of tasks, all the things that I have to do. (laughs) I feel really ready to take on the day. So I then just go about my day. And usually I might not do the next practice until night. But sometimes I do it just after my meditation and journaling practice. So the next thing, the the next thing that I do for my internal landscape is basically working on my intentional thoughts and beliefs. So cultivating the beliefs that I want to be my reality. And I feel like this is something that comes with practice and it's not just about repeating affirmations and it's not just about writing things down, but it's about really integrating that with your identity and with your soul. So I have a specific process for it. And maybe I'll share that in one of the future episodes. But however you do it, like most of you guys are coaches and creatives, you must have your own practice for thought process and rewiring your beliefs. However you do it, make that a part of your day. Make it a part of your daily routine to just look at the beliefs that you are carrying right now and how do you want to change them. How do you want to cultivate the beliefs that will actually be useful for them rather than holding you back? And if you need help in understanding the current belief system that you are operating from, we have episode number five, which is all about how to do a belief audit for more clients and sales in your business, which will help you do that. So definitely go back and listen to that. So that is the daily non-negotiable task when it comes to the internal landscape. And it just sets you up for the external things that you're going to be doing. And if you're practicing practicing these every single day, you're starting off with a clear mind by using meditation and journaling or whatever works for you. And you're practicing intentional thoughts and intentional beliefs so that your confidence is really high. The external things that you have to do, have to is not my favorite word, but that you desire to do to grow your business just become so much more, I wouldn't say easier, but they just feel more effortless in my experience. So I definitely recommend not skipping the internal landscape and just focusing on the external things because, you know, that is what we are told most of the time, like, Focus on the actions. But for me, mindset work and belief work and working on your energy and nervous system, it is also action. I truly believe and it is actually the action that counts. So now let's talk about the second part, which is the external landscape. So in this, we have three steps. The first step is grow your audience. The second step is nurture your audience. And the third step is to sell to your audience. These are what will form the framework for all of your monthly, weekly and daily tasks. This is what will really grow your business. If you are focusing on these three in your business all the time, not obsessively, but it's always a part of your strategy. It's always something that you're intentional about, consistently focusing on these, your income is going to reflect that your income is going to get more and more consistent. 
if you are doing these things consistently. So again, just to remind you, grow your audience, nurture your audience and sell to your audience. Now I'm going to break down what each of these look like on a monthly, weekly and daily basis for me and what that might mean for you. So on a monthly basis, let's start with grow your audience. On a monthly basis, what that looks like for me is to really sit down and think about, do I want to plan a masterclass or a freebie or a challenge? Now, when I say a masterclass and a challenge, it doesn't necessarily always need to be free. It can be paid as well. And that will also grow your audience. A lot of people who have been thinking about working with you or have just entered your world and don't know much about you when they buy a masterclass or a mini training or a challenge or a freebie any kind of small product from you they also become a part of your audience so that would be the first thing I think about in terms of growing my audience every single month is what do I plan for this month and some months you might not do anything specifically to grow your audience so you might not really be planning a specific activity for growing your audience. But like when I share the weekly and daily tasks, you'll see that that still happens because of the intentional focus that you're putting on the weekly and daily tasks. So on a weekly basis, what this looks like for me is my podcast going out, releasing my podcast episodes, because once it goes out into the world, lots of new people hear it, they come back to you know my email list or they start looking at my website or they follow me on social media so they get into my audience it also might look like on a weekly basis to promote an old freebie an existing freebie something that is evergreen in my business and i just keep promoting it every single week in different ways or maybe if you have a couple of freebies you can alternate between them and it also looks like promoting old podcast episodes so every week i aim to promote at least one older podcast episode along with the one that we are just releasing. So that also adds to your audience. That also brings new people into your audience. And on a daily basis, what growing my audience looks like for me is writing social media content. So for me, the current rhythm is three to four times a day, sometimes two to three times a day. It varies between that. But you will never see me not write a single post on social media, you know, on a daily basis. Like that's always going to happen. And I also shoot for one Instagram post a day. Sometimes it might be four Instagram posts in a week. So we might skip a few days. But that's what I go for. That's my aim. Again, the focus is on bringing new people. You know, every time I post a piece of content that gets shared, new people start following me. So it grows my audience like that. And that is why I will always create daily content because it's the fuel that keeps recharging your audience. It keeps bringing new people into your business. So that's what growing my audience looks like on a monthly, weekly and daily basis. So these are the tasks that I focus on every single month, week and on day. So I have a very simple planner. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, I'm not a fancy planner girl. I have a very simple planner where I just write like these are the things I'm going to do today. Three Facebook posts, one IG post and you know the other things that I'm going to do 
to grow my audience, nurture my audience and sell to my audience. And I just tick them off as I do them. Sometimes it looks like a full plate because there are a lot of things to do. But sometimes it's just, you know, share an old podcast episode. So it depends on what you have got for your day. But something is always happening. And that is why you will feel a sense of fulfillment at the end of the day that I did something to grow my audience. I did something to nurture my audience and I did something to sell to my audience. Because if this, these three things are happening, your business is bound to grow. Like I can guarantee you that. Now let's talk about the second uh, step in the external landscape, which is nurturing your audience. On a monthly basis, what nurturing my existing audience looks like for me is to think about the podcast episodes that I'm going to record for the month. It also looks like who are the guests that I want to bring in this month, who will talk about interesting topics or share a new perspective on things that my audience would love to hear about. It can also look like what Instagram lives or Facebook lives will I do this month or who will I collaborate with this month? So whose podcast am I going to go on? Because that also nurtures my existing audience, but it also brings new people into my audience. That's what on a monthly basis this looks like when it comes to nurturing your audience. On a weekly basis, the task would look like recording the actual podcast episode. I am still not in the rhythm of batching a lot of content. I'm not very good at batching, but I still aim to record one episode every week. So that's what it looks like to nurture my audience. I would shoot for recording one episode every week. And then sending emails to my audience. Right now, I have a rhythm of two or three emails per week. Sometimes it's just one email a week, but I try to mix it up. I try to just send some nurturing emails and then some emails which are purely selling. And again, doing the lives that we talked about, doing those lives every week or every other week, that will also nurture your existing audience. Whether you're doing it on Facebook, whether you're doing it on Instagram, that's going to nurture the people who are already in your audience. On a daily basis, this looks like, again, writing social media content every single day. Like that's one thing that will do all of the things for you. Like it will grow your audience, it will nurture your audience and it will sell to your audience. But it might not, you know, one post might not do all of those things. So that is why I have this sort of goal of three to four posts a day because one post might just be specifically to sell to my audience. Another might be tailored to just nurture them. And one is aimed at bringing new people into my audience. It's very strategically, intentionally written to so that people share it and new people come into my audience. And on Instagram, like I said, you know, it might be sharing a post on Instagram. A lot of people, when they save my content, I know that my content is nurturing them. So when I look at my insights and I see that people are saving my content, I know that this content is nurturing my existing audience, but also people who are just finding me. Another thing that on a daily basis I would do to nurture my audience is stories on Instagram. Just sharing about your day. What are you doing? If you feel like there is something that you want to expand on, so say you did an Instagram post and you want to expand on it in your stories, that will nurture your audience. You can also do polls, you can do, you know, answer questions for them. All of these things will nurture your audience. So 
that is something I, again, in my little planner, I always write what am I going to do in stories today. So I just write down all of those things and then I take them off at the end of the day. Now, let's come to the final part, which is selling to your audience. And like I said, like all of these things will overlap with each other. So some of your content, which you are sharing with the perspective of growing your audience will also sell to your audience if you're adding a pitch at the end. But sometimes you're just going to create content which is going to sell to your audience. On a monthly basis, what planning for selling to your audience looks like for me is to decide the offers that I'm focusing on. Sometimes it can be just one offer. Sometimes it can be multiple offers. And the positioning angle, the messaging angles for my offers Two or three different ways to pitch my offer in, you know, two sentences or three sentences so that it feels exciting for me to talk about my offer all the time. And I also look at content angles and stories that I might pull out to really promote my offer. And the other thing that I would do on a monthly basis is to look at my sales page copy. If I need to write copy from scratch, I would do that. If I need to just look over at the copy that I already have. If any tweaks need to be made, if anything needs to be changed in that, that's something I would do. And then also create any checkout pages. I use ThriveCart. So if I need to create any checkout pages for my offers, I would create that. So that is what it would look like on a monthly basis to really start thinking about the offers that I'm going to sell. Oh, just one more thing. Like if you're selling on stories, which you should for sure, you might also want to create some story slides for your offer so that you are using them repetitively in your stories to sell your offer. Now, coming back to weekly task, when it comes to selling to your audience, I focus on the emails that I'm going to send. If I'm doing any Instagram lives, that is something I would plan ahead of time that this is what I'm going to do this week, which is exclusively going to talk about my offer. It might also end up nurturing my audience and growing my audience, but my focus is on selling my offer. So it's about pitching my offer. And then finally, on a daily basis, it looks like selling on social media. Every single day I shoot for at least one post, which is selling something. Even when I'm not selling, indirectly, I'm trying to seed the ideas of my program when I'm nurturing my audience, but there will always be at least one post which is directly selling something with links and, you know, or some kind of a call to action so that they can DM me and reach out to me or I'll send them to the sales page or the checkout page. So something which is very specifically selling my offer, that is something I shoot for every single day because again, for me, it is almost like a ritual. I feel that it's part of my self-care to sell my offers because they are transformational. They change the lives of my clients. So why wouldn't I sell them every single day? And it also feels like devotion to my work. This is not very strategic, but still it feels like almost like you are devoted to what you're doing. And in practice of that, you're selling your offers every single day. So it also takes away the whole ickiness around selling that sometimes we can, you know, unnecessarily carry around with us. But I honestly always look at the big picture, which is how is this offer going to change someone's life when they're working with me? And that's what makes me be so sure that someone needs to hear this today. Someone needs to see this today. So selling on social media, two or three posts a day, but at least one post every single day 
and then I would also sell on IG stories. Again, using story slides or just putting the links of my offers or asking them to DM me to know more. In some shape or form, I would talk about my offer. So this is basically the framework that I use to map out the monthly, weekly, daily tasks. Of course, there is nuance to it. There are things that, you know, shift with how you are feeling, your energy levels. Sometimes you have to reset everything and start from afresh. All of those things happen, but this is more or less the framework. I feel like this would work beautifully for most people, but some people might need it to be customized to, again, their life, their energy levels, what they are selling. So this is the kind of work that we do in private mentorship. And I'm currently enrolling new clients for my private mentorship. So if you want to know more about that, you can check out the sales page in the links, or you can just DM me and talk to me about my private mentorship, which is the most high-level, sacred way of working with me one-on-one, where there are no templates, there are no cookie-cutter methods. It's just completely customized, personalized, and bespoke to who you are, your personality, and your business, and the change you want to create in the world. So definitely let me know if you want to know a little bit more about that. But Right now, I just want to really encourage you to try this process for maybe this week or maybe the next month. Just try it and let me know how you're feeling about it. If you have questions about this, if you want to know a little bit more about any of this, feel free to DM me on social media. You can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook and I would love to share more about this. I will be back with another episode next week. Until then, stay brave. That's the episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I am thrilled to have you as part of the Brave Marketing community. Because this podcast is still brand new, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review as that will make it easy for other brave hearts to find this podcast and grow our community of rule breakers. Until next time, have a brave week ahead.